The church like Christ, Philip. The stoning of Stephen was not the end of persecution. It was the beginning. But Saul was ravaging the church and entering house after house. He dragged off men and women and committed them to prison. Acts chapter 8, verse 3. Because of the Jewish authorities' desire to stifle the Lord's church, this Saul rose to prominence. His task was to harm the followers of Christ. So after the death of Stephen, many, if not most, of the Christians left Jerusalem, and they were all scattered throughout the regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles, Acts chapter 8, verse 1. Although difficulties and persecutions lay ahead, Philip continued the work of the mission of God to spread the message of Christ to those who would listen. Now those who were scattered went abroad preaching the word. Acts chapter 8 verse 4. Today's lesson is called the church like Christ. Philip. Three points are preacher, miracle worker, and God led. So the first point in the church like Christ, Philip, is preacher. Now those who were scattered abroad went about preaching the word. Philip went down to the city of Samaria and proclaimed to them the Christ. And the crowds with one accord paid attention to what was being said by Philip when they heard him. Acts chapter 8, 4 through 6. At these moments, I think about what Jesus taught his disciples and apostles, that God is always at work. God is always at work. It was after Jesus talked with a Samaritan woman at the well, and just before the townsfolk came to meet him, uh, Jesus said to his disciples, I sent you to reap for that which you did not labor. Others have labored, and you have entered their labor, John 4, verse 38. There is a large work effort going on, and God oversees it. He sees the big picture. Seeds of God's truth are always being sown. Jesus and his disciples went all over this region speaking truth. Prophets before Jesus proclaimed the truth. John the Baptist proclaimed the message about the coming Christ. And now the Lord's persecuted people share as they go, like Philip did. Where did Philip get this message to share? Well, it comes by Christ through the apostles' teaching, as we see in John 17. No deviation just the truth on salvation and the truth of how the saved should live. And they, the saved, devoted themselves to the apostles' teachings and the fellowship to the breaking of bread and to prayers. Acts chapter 2, verse 41. So Philip and all like him continued to do the same, sharing the message. We need to enter the labor not only to plant, but also to reap. Philip spread the seed, and he labored by reaping the fruit of God's word. That is the role of one who preaches God's message. 
bring others to salvation by baptism into Christ for the forgiveness of your, their sins and to teach them how to live as Christ's people, the church like Christ. This has happened, this has happened in Jerusalem and now with Philip, it's happening in Samaria. And it happened with the Ethiopian eunuch. Acts chapter 8, 26 through 40. The eunuch was prepared to hear the word of God, though. He was already studying. He was already focused. But he just didn't understand. He believed in God and was reading God's word when Philip found him. After hearing and understanding the message, he was baptized into Christ for the forgiveness of his sins. But Philip did not stop after preaching to the eunuch. The Spirit of the Lord carried Philip to Azotus, and as he passed through, he preached the gospel to all the towns until he came to Caesarea. Acts chapter 8, verse 40. As a preacher and as a Christian interested in sharing the, uh, Christ, he continued to preach the message of Christ everywhere that he went. The second point, the church like Christ, Philip, miracle worker. Oh, the supernatural. That would be something to behold, wouldn't it? And the crowds with one accord paid attention to what was being said by Philip when they heard him and saw the signs that he did. For unclean spirits crying out with a loud voice came out of many who had them and many who were paralyzed or lame were healed so there was much joy in that city Acts chapter 8 6 through 8 how did philip receive the gift of doing the supernatural well simon a new believer in christ figured it out all by himself prior to being converted in christ Simon had never met any of the 12 apostles. He never saw what they did to assist the growth in the church like Christ. But he had heard the message of Christ and witnessed Philip doing certain supernatural things. This led to his conversion. But Simon was a very, very, very selfish man. In the early church, the apostles were given authority by God to give the ability to do, for others to do the supernatural. This could range from speaking in tongues to prophesying, even healing the diseased or removal of demons of possessed people. Now, when the apostles at Jerusalem heard that Samaria had received the word of God, meaning they were being saved by baptism into Christ, they sent to them apostles. Peter and John, who came down and prayed for them that they might receive the Holy Spirit. In this case, the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, the ability to do certain supernatural things. For he had not yet fallen on any of them, but they had only been baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Then they laid their hands on them and they received the Holy Spirit. Now, when Simon saw that the Spirit was given through the laying on of hands, the apostles' hands, that is. He offered them money. What a great story to have in there, isn't it? 
Acts chapter 8, 14 through 18. Although the supernatural abilities came to the church like Christ through the apostles, it is not having the supernatural that saves. It is the heart of a listener who is soft toward the message of Christ and is obedient. Did the apostles choose what gift people would have the ability to do? Did they lay their hands on them and say, you're going to do this, you're going to do this, you're going to do this, you're going to do this? No. It is the Holy Spirit that determines who would be given what ability. 1 Corinthians 12, 11 says, All these are empowered by one and the same Spirit, who apportions to each individually as he wills. As he wills. Simon wanted to give money for this ability. This is not how it worked. But supernatural abilities are different than the what's called indwelling of the Holy Spirit. The indwelling of the Holy Spirit is also a gift. But it is not the gift to do the supernatural. It is a gift that comes with baptism into Christ for the forgiveness of the sins. It is part of our promise. It's part of our connection with God. It is part of our salvation. Without the Holy Spirit within us, we could not be saved. Acts 2.38, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Ephesians 4.30, and do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. 2 Thessalonians 2.13, but we ought always to give thanks to God for you, brothers, Beloved by the Lord, because God chose you as the first fruits to be saved through sanctification by the Spirit and belief in the truth. 2 Thessalonians 2.13 Whoever keeps his commandments abides in God and God in him. And by this we know that he abides in us by the Spirit whom he has given us. 1 John chapter 3, verse 24 The church like Christ, Philip, third point, God led. Tango, if any of you met my dog, his name is Tango. He's a beautiful black German shepherd that was given to our family. The first German shepherd I have ever owned. He was a dog initially intended to be trained as a handicap assistance dog, but he was too family friendly. He liked to chase balls, cats, foxes, rabbits, and anything else he can go after. So I often think, especially when he sees dogs, no, not the dogs, cats, rabbits, foxes, that he suddenly has the mind of a goldfish. He forgets everything that I have trained him not to do or tried to train him. Because of that, his temperament was not good to be a handicap helper. That would be a troubling event, wouldn't it? I have found Tango to be a very loyal and loving dog. However, sometimes 
again, he loves those creatures. So I have a special collar for him. When I walk him, I put this collar on and attach it to the leash. It's called a choke collar. Its purpose is to cut down on the pulling when he is being walked on the leash. The fact is, he can walk all day by my side, especially when he's a little bit more tired. But if he sees that cat, fox, or rabbit, his mind forgets all his training. And he needs that collar to snap him out of his diversion. Christians. Christians have collars as well. Paul said, for the love of Christ controls us. Because we have concluded this, that one has died for all, therefore all have died. And he died for all, that those who might live no longer live for themselves, but for him who for their sake died and was raised. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 14 through 15. Sometimes I think we are quick to forget our training as Christians. We forget our job and we shoot off in our own personal directions whenever we see our personal fox, our personal cat, our personal rabbit. Boom! The question is, what distracts you? What makes you distracted from the mission of Christ, from being God-led with your appropriate collar? Family responsibility? Oh, now you're pushing. Family duties are, are important because God wants us to take care of our families. Well, that's true. But how many of us think that we need to do it and forget to put God first? Oh, they can't do anything without us. Oh, yes, they can. Put God first and he'll work it out. What about our job responsibility? Is your reputation as a worker more important than doing something with and for the youth group? Is that not part of our mission? Yes, we need to be responsible. We need to work hard. We need to work as for the Lord. But is there time to refocus our energies and put it somewhere that helps with the mission of the Lord's church, like the youth? God wants people who are well-trained. If you are His, His love will constrain you. <clears throat> that word is like the dog collar. If we walk along the side, we're doing good, aren't we? But if we shoot off, He's going to pull us back in the right direction. The love of Christ constrains us. Not allows us to do what we want. In the sense of what God wants. Oh yeah, Tango. He still sees that cat. And guess what he does with that choke collar? He keeps pulling at it. And I'm like, and he goes, ha, ha, ha. And I'm like, get over here. What are you thinking? Philip was someone who was constrained by the love of Christ. 
Philip went on the path God wanted him to go. First, he chose to be in Christ, right? Like all of us. And the twelve summoned the full number of the disciples and said, It is not right that we should give up preaching the word of God to serve tables. Therefore, brothers, pick out from among you seven men. He was already in Christ. And of the thousands of people they could have chosen, Philip was one of them. He already had the mindset. He was going to do the right thing. And he was chosen to do that by the people. He chose to be saved. He was part of the church like Christ. And he wanted to do the Lord's bidding. When persecution happened, he moved on. But did he lose his constrained by the love of Christ concept? Not at all. He did not stop teaching the message of Christ. He did what Jesus, his master, wanted him to do. He preached in Samaria. He preached to the Ethiopian eunuch. Philip found himself at Azotus, and as he passed through, he preached the gospel to all towns until he came to Caesarea. Acts chapter 8, verse 40. I think Philip is just a wonderful example in the church like Christ. When things were going well, he grew and he was involved. In persecution, he offered no blame. As he continued in life, he continued spreading the message of Christ. What gifts has God given you? Are you living your Christian walk to its full potential? Or are you constantly pulling at your choke collar because you are so easily distracted? Thank God we have the record of the man Philip. He was not one who was written about as easily distracted to worldly things, but he honored God in behavior and action. The lesson is the church like Christ, Philip, Preacher, miracle worker, and God-led. The lesson is in your...